Hi, I'm Taya, the founder of And So She Thought, a blog and website about everything womanhood, sisterhood, and self-love. I'm going to be putting up all of my blogs as audio files over the next few weeks. And going forward, every time a new blog goes up, an audio file will be added. So I hope you'll follow along. Thanks. This blog is called And So It Begins. I wrote it back in January and it's about why I created And So She Thought. Enjoy. And So It Begins by Taya Foley. Sometimes things just click and propel your life in a new direction. That's exactly how this site came to be. Well, I've always been passionate about supporting women, becoming a mother to a little girl really intensified my desire to make the world a better, kinder, and more accepting place. I want my daughter and my son to grow up in a world full of empowered females who believe in themselves and who support one another, rather than compete with one another. Since her birth, I've given a lot of thought to how I could contribute to the change I wanted to see in the world, unsure of how to proceed. Over the years since her birth, I've continued to think about how to do this. I started by focusing on my immediate world and on how to be my best me so that she could be her best her. I've really focused on learning to love myself and to accept my flaws so that I can role model self-confidence and self-acceptance to my daughter. I've also taken the time to think about what I really want to do in my life. Prior to becoming a mum, I worked in the corporate world of banking for 10 years. And while I enjoyed it, and I loved so many of the wonderful friends I've made there over the years, it never really felt like me. While on maternity leave, my role was restructured and I quickly jumped at the option of accepting a package. This was my chance to move towards my passions. About 10 months later, I found myself ready to re-enter the workforce. Having so much experience behind me, I wasn't prepared for how difficult it would be to find a position that I was interested in and that was part-time. So I settled for just looking for anything part-time. It was near impossible to find anything, especially when I required set days so that I could enroll my daughter in childcare. In the end, I contacted a friend who I knew worked somewhat nearby to find out if they had anything available part-time. The stars aligned. She was actually in the process of creating a part-time position that played perfectly into the skills I had been acquiring while studying marketing. For the next year and a half, I really enjoyed my time working as a marketing communications coordinator in the beauty tools industry. I felt reconnected with the world and spent most of my days creating content for social media. It was a really fun job with a great team of people. When the time came for me to have my son, unfortunately continuing in this role wasn't going to be possible. As disappointing as this was, we continued to make things work. And given my son woke up on average every two hours until he was one, this ended up being the best outcome. There was no way I would have been able to work productively on the four to five hours of very broken sleep I managed to sneak in each night. Also, between my husband's heavy workload, constantly changing hours, and his four times a week training schedule, logistically, my re-entering the workforce just didn't quite work either. So late last year, I decided it really was the time for me to commit to creating a career based on my passions. To me, this now meant a job that I was passionate about and that felt meaningful. It also meant a job with the potential flexibility to fit around my life. I decided that counselling was my calling and I felt that specialising in an area relating to women would truly meet my career goals and aspirations. I enrolled in a Diploma of Counselling and have been really enjoying my studies and I'm so excited about what's to come. In the meantime, however, I still felt somewhat disconnected to the world. 
Late last year, I found myself marvelling at the achievements of the women in my newsfeed on Facebook again and again, who had found ways to make their passions their careers. I decided to share the achievements of these women by creating a post each day for about a month celebrating these amazing women one by one. I shared their stories, achievements, and where possible, their business pages. The response was overwhelming. I had so many other friends, especially female friends, express their love of hearing all the stories, join me in celebrating these women, and tell me how nice it was to see women supporting each other. This process brought me so much joy, connection, and inspiration. I highly recommend it. More recently, I have particularly noticed myself continuously having conversations with my husband about women. I've talked about the struggles of motherhood and the loss of identity I know I've experienced. On several occasions, I've discussed my disappointment at the way women often talk about other women on social media. And of course, I've discussed the ever-present issues of women regarding body image. Each time I had these conversations, I felt so impassioned, and it became obvious to me that I needed to be doing something to change things. Having recently truly discovered the greatness of podcasts, I have found myself really gravitating towards content created by women for women. One podcast in particular made a point about staying connected to the workforce, and while I knew that studying was part of how I was doing this, I felt like something was missing. A couple of weeks ago, I caught up with a friend from Mother's Group, and we had a great conversation about how we both wanted to create some sort of business related to being mums, but neither of us were really sure how we planned to do this. A couple of days later, I had the opportunity to attend a film night hosted by another one of my mother's group friends through one of the numerous businesses she has created to indulge her own passion since becoming a mother. The film I saw was Embrace. Being a film about the damaging relationship so many women have with their own bodies, once again, I felt a compulsion to do something. Following the film, there was a Q&A session with a couple of experts, one of whom was a dietitian. A lady a few rows back from me asked for advice around having a 15-year-old daughter who had been suffering from an eating disorder for a year. I watched the anguish in this woman's face as she talked, and every part of me was overtaken with empathy. As a mother of a three-year-old daughter, the prospect of an eating disorder in her future already filled me with so much fear. As the questions continued, I found myself continually looking back to this mother. I just wanted to hug her. I wanted to do something to help with the heaviness she was so clearly struggling with. When the evening concluded, I farewelled my friends and approached this mother to thank her for her openness, to express my empathy, and to tell her that her words and actions made it so evident that she was a good mum. When I got home, the sense of connection I had with this mother continued, and my desire to find a way to connect with and support other women was overwhelming. But how would I do this? Over the next few days, all the pieces started coming together. Women. Something about women. Something about supporting women. Something about being a mother. Something about feeling connected. Then I knew. I wanted to create a place to discuss the stories, issues, thoughts and feelings that matter to women. A place where women could escape, learn, laugh, cry and connect. A place where different viewpoints, lifestyles and parenting styles could be explored in positive ways that were free from judgment and respectful of differing views. And so she thought.